Hi people, it's Patchouli. Hope everybody is having a great and wonderful day today. I can honestly sit here and say it's beautiful outside right now. The lawn is nice and green. Of course it needs to be cut. The trees are beautiful and the wind is such such a blessing and I can tell you when it when that breeze hits me it's like such a peaceful feeling. Mother Earth's creation is very, very, very beautiful. And I am thankful for her. And the sunlight shining down right where I'm at right now. It's such a blessing from Apollo, the god of the sun, Mother Earth, i.e. Mother Gaia, the Earth Goddess. You know, peace. I think everybody truly within their soul, somewhere deep within them, they seek peace just like I do. And I can tell you, honestly, peace can truly only come from within yourself. And when it comes to love, love is a very powerful emotion, but it's also very dangerous. And until you can love yourself, you can't love anybody else. Because you got to learn to love yourself first. You got to learn to take care of yourself and find out what makes you happy. Because happiness itself comes from within. And happiness to me. Of course, happiness to me is within, within nature. And quite honestly, I can be in a big city. I can be in a big city and be and feel happiness. Even in some of the most dangerous areas in Atlanta, Georgia. Like Bankhead, for instance, which really is the hood. I can go into the woods, sit sit down, or even stand and be happy. I can stand there and smoke a nice joint of some of that good green bud, weed, marijuana, whatever you want to call it. I can... I can smoke me a nice joint or a blunt or a bowl in the woods and feel at peace. And when I'm done smoking it, I feel good. You know, I feel better. And even if I'm not stoned, you know, whatever it is that I can remember that makes me happy, I can focus on that itself and be happy and be at peace.
And not only that, you know, one of my favorite places, even whether it be at the mall or out in Inman uh, Park in Reynolds Town, Decatur, whatever it's called, five, Little Five Points. But there, I love going to the bookstores. I love going to coffee shops. And the bookstores are, is, you know, it's one of my favorite places. Because I can go there and find me a book. You know, even though it's going to be a while before I pick up that book I buy and read it. Like, I got a couple of books I want to read. You know, that I own myself. And one's called The Zodiac. And it's the original. The original. Uh, copy. Of the book that was written by Robert Graysmith. Back. I think. When did he finish that book? I can't remember. I would have to go into it and look. And. You know. I, I know it's going to be a good read. I like true crime novels, and also I got a book about the, called the BTK murders of the uh, BTK killer, Dennis Rader, and I'm gonna, I want to read that book also, I want to read the Zodiac book, and I even got some books in my trailer that's, that is fiction, but it's various uh, types of writing, and uh, some of them are murder mysteries, one's a vampire novel, and, and you know, one is just probably going to be really twisted, you know, but my favorite, uh, my favorite types of books I, th I really think I like to read is, uh, or want to read, is true crime novels about serial killers, because it's just fascinating the way they think, and I would like to maybe even get a book on psychology or criminal psychology and study it and learn to understand what makes a serial killer think the way they think. Um, and it's uh, like, for instance, I read this one book. It was fiction, of course. But it was called Ashes to Ashes by Timmy Hoke. It was a murder mystery. I will also say that murder mystery that I read, Ashes to Ashes, it was really twisted. It was really fucked up. You know, but it was a really good book. And then, of course, I read a book called Bloody Mary. Um, I've read... Uh, Playing for Pizza by John Grisham. I've read uh, Carrie by Stephen King. I read The Gunslinger by Stephen King. And um, I've read uh, The Vampire's Assistant by Darren Sean and Tunnels of Blood by Darren Sean of the uh, Cirque du Freak saga. And those were some good books. I've read, I've read quite a few books that are rather interesting and I was reading this one book in prison um, called that was that spawned the Hannibal 
series are spawned the topic of discussion about Hannibal Lecter. And I was reading Hannibal and I got probably oh, eight chapters in and I had to give it back to the uh, back to the person I think he was getting ready to leave and then I was reading one of the many books that's that spawned from us from there was Angels and Demons, uh, Da Vinci Code, and then I think there was Inferno that I think was inspired by Dante's Inferno. And I got the movie The Da Vinci Code, and I need to get the movie uh, Angels and Demons and the movie Inferno, even though I've already seen Inferno. And I was about 11 chapters into the Da Vinci Code, uh, the book, before I, uh, um, before I went into Suicide Watch and in jail, and that Da Vinci Code book was rather interesting, even though I only got 11 chapters in, and I disappeared for a minute. I I do like to read, but when it comes to the types of books I like to read, it has to really pique my interest. It has to be the kind of books I do like to read. And there's nothing wrong with reading. There's nothing wrong with it at all. If reading a specific type of genre, whether it be fiction or nonfiction or both, if that makes you happy and takes you out of this world and you can get lost in the story itself that is a beautiful thing you know I also like to uh, I also like to play guitar acoustic, electric bass it that's one of my coping skills to not think about anger, hatred, killing. Music, to me, it takes me to a place where I truly love to be with inside myself. And usually that place within me I like to be is not of this world. It's, it's almost like mentally it's just like one of my other things that, even in real life, I am antisocial, a loner. Sometimes I just get so far inside my head that I shut myself out from everybody and shut myself out from the world, shutting out negativity. And sometimes I get so far in that state of mind that I don't even know what day it is. And anyway... Music makes me happy. Writing music makes makes me happy. Playing music, listening to music, writing music, reading. Um, and you know, like for instance, you know when I when I smoke the ganja, 
that really good weed, you know, I get so relaxed that all I really want to do is just play guitar. And I've noticed that when I am super stoned, I can play guitar even better when I'm stoned. And it's like, it's like it's not even me playing the guitar. It, it, I guess you could say it's almost like, when I think about it now, it's almost like it's someone else playing. But I know it's me playing. And I never knew just how good I can play guitar, on, even though I'm, I am pretty good pretty damn good but I've also noticed when I'm when I'm stoned when I'm high on that good weed I can play even better and I remember once this um this one strain of of weed that I smoked called sunset sherbet I tell you it was powerful it was a powerful strain I mean it, I was so baked that I got literally naked literally I mean being dead honest I took all my clothes off socks shoes boxers pants shirt undershirt and I all I had was my glasses that earring that I couldn't figure out how to put back in my ear and I had my hat on my watch and that was pretty much it and I wanted to know just what strain Sunset Sherbert was and it was of the Sherbert strain and it was a indica dominant hybrid <sighs> no wonder because it glued me to the bed damn near and then I smoked one other strain I can't remember what it was called but it was it was alright it was it was okay it wasn't my favorite I've I've smoked a good quite a few good strains of weed even Sour Diesel Northern Lights um, Chernobyl AMG 17 uh, Guava Chem Strawberry Cough uh, Deadhead OG and I think there was another. Oh, oh yeah, um, Delato, and I think probably some others. I just can't fucking remember. Oh, and then I smoked some good exotic shit and some good OG stuff. And it was I've smoked a lot of weed, and I can honestly sit here and tell you that if I had say maybe uh, an eighth, uh, three, a three-five of some good shit. I can honestly say that would be gone by the end of the day. I can smoke up. I could... <laughs> you know, my ex-boyfriend said he could, he could... He could more than likely... Like, once... Me and him had a thing when we were together, but we're not anymore. He said that he could smoke me under the table, and I told him flat out I could drink him under the table. 
And I was being dead serious. I could drink him under the table. I can drink vodka straight. He can't. Well, it also helps the fact that I'm Irish. Uh, but with the way I smoke weed now, I could do both with him. I could smoke him under the table, and I could drink him under the table. And I would be willing to put money on that. Maybe. Maybe put money on it. Or just see who can do better. And you know, I once remember when me and him went live on Facebook. And I think it was in one of the Juggalo groups that that I was part of. We were, I think we were smoking... I think we were smoking Northern Lights or Chernobyl or... Uh, or strawberry cough or whichever I don't know. We were smoking and we went live. We went live and I was also drinking a a jazz and blueberry fago laced with with vodka. And I had a hell of a time on there. And we was playing music, but the live feed ended up flagged because it was one of the one of the songs was automatically picked up on by light called Mad Real and uh, so the live feed was flagged and I just deleted it you know I forgot to to make an announcement with the live feed that I do not own the rights to this music I honestly forgot to do that and that day I learned that I'm actually supposed to do that um, but me and him we broke up and uh We, uh, we parted ways. I came back to Georgia. And it's been, it's been tough since I've been back in Georgia. It's been really tough for me. I, I, a couple of days ago, um, couple of days ago he had somebody get a hold of me and I noticed the area code number when it called a 678 number which, which is actually a uh, a Georgia number and I automatically knew who it was because that person that that number belongs to is here in Georgia and he wanted me to get a hold of Adam, saying that Adam was in crisis. He cries about me all the time, and that uh, um, that he can't hardly eat and all that. And I blatantly said, "Nope, goodbye." Blocked the number, registered it as a spam number. And refuse to talk. Because honestly, my friends, you know, I can't handle stress anymore. And I'm already under stress right now. And I, I don't like it. I don't like stress. You know, but having an outlet 
having an outlet, I will say, really does help. Having a uh, having an outlet, you know, that brings having an outlet that brings me peace. It helps. Damn. It helps to have an outlet. This podcast helps. Um, uh, music, books, writing, doing stuff. My my seven fur babies, my se- seven dogs, and three pet, three pigs, and two cats. It's 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 comforting. Uh, my family is good as good too, and the one friend I really do have that lives close to my hometown. He's fucking awesome. What is it gonna take? Eliminate stress and emotional pain altogether. It's going to take a lot, but only I can do it. Only I can erase the pain inside me. Stress. It would. It would. Only I can do it. And letting go of vengeance and letting go of vengeance and all that it, it would it would probably it would definitely help no, probably it would help because it's just like I told my caseworker that's part of my mental health caseload it's just like I told him you know I don't want to talk to anybody that's associated with him I don't want to talk to him either I don't want to talk to my ex-boyfriend anymore I don't want to talk to anybody that's associated with him because all it's going to do is make my stress worse than what it already is And I can't let that happen. I can't cause more self-harm to myself than what I already have. And I got... I got fresh scars on my legs to prove it. And that was only to get rid of some actual physical pain I got in my jaw and one of my teeth. Because I, I would rather feel a physical pain across my flesh than I would in my jaw. And it kind of helps, but all that's going to do if those scars get seen, I know what's going to happen. 
on Memorial Life are going to be hospitalized immediately. Which is nothing new. It's nothing new. Nothing new at all. I just can't deal with this bullshit no more. So what do I do? I'm not going to kill myself. I just got to learn to cope with all this. And you know, it's like... In my mind right now, I remember those two quotes in my other segment that I said. That, that even Buddha said. Our life is... that one specific one to understand everything is to forgive everything our life is shaped by our mind we become what we think and that is true if I think about vengeance constantly I'm going to become that vengeance that monster if I think about suicide I'll eventually Attempted again. For the third time. And you know, several years ago, I, st I was living at this apartment in Mableton. Everything was fine until I let these three specific people in. Rather, quite a few people. And it ended really badly. I blame myself for that. I blame myself. I blame myself. If I hadn't have done that, if I hadn't have started dating that girl, if I hadn't have let those people in, everything, all of this, all of this wouldn't have happened. None of this would have happened. I wouldn't have a lot of the tattoos I have now, especially the ones on my face. My friendship with with a person in Atlanta wouldn't really be too strained, even though me and him have been in contact. And he's one other friend. And I really do love. I got my brother in our home county that we're from. And then I got my other friend in Atlanta that... That I really consider more than a friend. He is like my... 
to me, he's like my lover, like somebody I really wish I could establish more than just a friendship. I would love to establish a real type of relationship like boyfriend and boyfriend but I know he don't want I know he don't want nothing serious he just he just wants a friend and that's okay you know it's okay you know that's just that's what's best for him and even right now with me I don't need a relationship. I would have loved to have a uh, a uh, committed relationship with him, you know. But I know what's best for him is just that, just a friendship. And right now, I even know what's best for me. I don't need a relationship. And quite honestly, at this point, I really don't want one. I don't need one. I don't. I really don't. And... Uh, belch. Right now, I just... I don't need any extra added on stress. So, what is the lesson of this message? The lessonship is do what is best for you. Whatever brings you inner peace, just like I spoke about in my other segment. What is best for you, only you know. Whatever brings you inner peace, find it and hold on to it. And whatever you choose to do with your life, seek it. Find it. And keep it going. If you have a dream, dream it. If you have a goal, achieve it. If you have knowledge about something, hold on to it. Never stop dreaming. And once you have achieved that goal of that dream, nobody can take it from you. And you shouldn't let them. Dreams are meant to be found and sought and kept and achieved. Because they're goals. And with that being said, my friends. Live every day as if it were your last. Don't live up to somebody else's standards of how they think you should live or be. Be you. And only you. Be free. Be who you are. Be yourself. Be you. Live every day as if it were your last because you're not promised tomorrow. So live this life while you can and make the best of it.
And with that being said, to understand everything is to forgive everything. Our life is shaped by our mind. We become what we think. And Buddha said both quotes. With that, I'll end it with this. Namaste, my friends.